Obviously, you made a right turn, because here's the wrong kind of podcast. Welcome to the wrong kind of podcast. As always, Yancey and Megan. Hey, guys. Hey. And Justin. But we have a guest this week. His name is Chris Kumke, and you are the esports director at the Independence Community College. That is me. I'm from the East Coast. I'm from D.C., and now I'm an Independence Creating Program here. So we went up last week to look around your place because, well, I didn't know exactly what I was doing. As I explained to you before, I'm just old enough to understand the people that are like, damn kids playing video games, but I'm young enough to understand that that is a viable, it's a viable industry and people can make money. Yeah, it's a billion dollar industry now, so it's going crazy. Which I'm sure the old folks at home are just like, what the hell, you know? <laughs> Did COVID help that? I think we're going to play video games later. Yeah, COVID did help that because there was a t- statistic that came out in 2020 that video games had more sales than sports and me- uh, and music combined. So that's just a cr- kind of a crazy statistic you don't see very often. No kidding. Because people like me can play football on my TV. Yep. yep. But not... You can't, can't go in person. When <laughs> not in the... Uh, I'm in my prime. Not in the... Uh, what do I want to call that? Like the, the Chinese or the Japanese restaurants when they psh, and the fire goes everywhere. And I'm trying to make uh, it. Uh, hibachi? hibachi? Yes. Oh, there it is. Hibachi grill in, in Denver right now. Oh, God. How are you getting this with the esports, man? I'm just saying you, you could play on TV, but you can't play at the Hibachi grill in Denver. Perception is reality. Okay. I'm lost completely. I'm sorry. I don't see how it ties. But cool. Megan with the deep dive. So we went up. Yeah. So we went up last week, and it's quite the facility you have up there. Uh, can you kind of just explain to us all the different areas that you have up there? Yeah. So we have kind of the hangout area with TVs where you can play on your normal consoles that a lot of people know what they are. And then we have the competitive space. That's where we compete against other colleges. We have about 20 PCs in there. And they're 26 year hires, which is basically the graphics card. Um, and when you can play any game you want to in there, and we compete in different games like Call of Duty, Rocket League, CSGO, League of Legends, other games like that. And we compete against D1s, D2s, D3s, community colleges, everything like that. And then we have the broadcast room. That is where we can do podcasts. We can do our streaming on Twitch, YouTube, whatever else we want to stream on. And then we have the driving simulator area. And the last thing we have is the VR station we just added that can be used for educational purposes and it also can be used for, you know, gaming and Beat Saber and other stuff like yep. that. I, I actually sampled that while we were up there. Which so. we have a video to post of Yancy. You could post that now while oh, we're yeah. talking if you wanted that, yeah. to. Uh, anyway, I'm kind of interested in the uh, NASCAR simulation deal. I need to know more about that because, you know. I'm a redneck, and I like driving NASCAR mm. stuff. That's my goal in life, right? Yeah, it looked, like a, looked like mm. a pretty cool rig. Yeah, it was. How's that going to work? So you're going to compete against other... That's what something we needed for to get far ahead, is that we all three, after we left, were very surprised that you guys compete against major D1 schools. We saw Old Miss and Penn State, mm-hmm. things like that. How does that work? You're actually competing against these other schools yeah so you play online right now for video games so basically any program can large from 10 people to 100 people but everyone can play against each other because there's no divisions right now Mm -hmm. the divisions there are is there's the varsity league there's the challenger league and there's the open league there's different skill gaps for each one but you can put yourself in any league you want there's an entry fee just like the ncaa you have to pay a certain amount per school but you play against everyone there's it's split up into like the west the midwest the Northeast, the Southeast, and the West kind of deal. So what does that, 
what does that gain the students academically or anything like that? I heard you talk about some uh, scholarships the other day. Yeah, so ICC offers a books and tuition scholarships for the students to come compete. And that's how I got the high talent out in Kansas to compete for. We won a national title in NACE and we competed against, you know, D1s. Like I said, the big schools like Penn State and stuff like that. And we got to beat every single D1, which is a huge media and a huge deal for a small program like us. I'm going to guess that D1 schools have major budgets. Yes, they do. Like recruitment budgets. That's pretty impressive. What about the recruitment? How does how does that work? So recruitment is done basically online. Um, people can submit clips and stuff like that, but usually look at the top. The nice thing is, is you don't have to do combines that much. There are some combines, but everything, all the statistics are online for video games because you play online, all the statistics are online. So you can find the stats of each player online and do all your research online. So that's awesome. But yeah, D1s are buying into esports a lot more. Ohio State just got a huge like grant and budget to build a major out of it, a minor out of it, something about an MBA or some sorts, but they are building a big facility for esports at Ohio State. Is the recruitment really competitive too? Is this like real, you know, uh, I don't want to say real life sports, but like football, basketball, baseball, the recruitment is really aggressive between schools? Yeah, it's like it's a non-traditional sport. So, you know, you see chess, you see other stuff like that, but it's super competitive. All the everyone's trying to give the best offer out there. You know, there's incentives for the top schools, but, you know, giving a full ride, you will get the best students there. Um, I don't get full rides, unfortunately, but I get top talent due to I can give other incentives of like, oh, you can get an internship you can get other stuff out there compared to like work studies and stuff like that instead of getting the full ride. So that's where I got the top COD talent. But yeah, there's full rides out there. And I'm making a scholarship li- list right now that has about 50 schools that offer scholarship from 5K to full rides. kind of nice. deal. When you say top COD, I think I know what you're talking about. But explain what COD is. Um, so COD, it's not Warzone or anything like that. It's CDL rules. Um, it's the Call of Duty League. It's four on four right now with the new COD. It switches every single COD year. They're actually switching it to every two years from now on, but this year is one year, and they play four on four like Hardpoint, Search and Destroy, and these other game modes. Cool. Yeah, I get killed quick. Oh yeah, <laughs> me too. Our dad squad. That's what we call it, dad squad. We wouldn't. Uh, we wouldn't do it too well. <laughs> we know all the excuses. Yeah. You got anything from a teacher standpoint? No, I think it's fascinating. I I think that. Um, I mean. I think probably a lot of people just don't know that this even exists in our area. No, I didn't. And that you would probably be inundated with students trying to get into your program if they just realize that it's, that it exists. I mean, and, and like, I think you guys said earlier, it's a viable um, argument with the parents, right? To say, I I, look, I can actually go to school and do this. I'm not just wasting my time Mm. playing my games. Yeah. And I had to tell my But there's a lot more to it than just playing games right yeah and it was almost impossible to tell my parents before it kind of blew up in the colleges i had to tell my parents i was switching from athletic training to esports mm. that's the hardest Man, conversation like, i've ever made it's like telling your mom and dad you're gonna go from being a doctor to a stand-up comedian they're just like why you know, <laughs> well, you <laughs> then know. It, but then it works out yeah you know and then yeah i got lucky the money in the industry is pretty big and academically it's turning big so um shenandoah university where i came from has a major now ohio state's making a major and a couple of our schools have minors and certificates and everything. So it's coming on the educational side in the business school and on other stuff because you can do, we know how much Twitch streamers make. They make a million a month, mm. some of them. Yeah. It's crazy. 
it's a whole business behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I follow a few guys just on Facebook watching them play, and they're making money. And yeah. it seems that's what they do because they're always on there. So they can't go to work if they're always on there, well, which they are at work. Some of the biggest YouTubers are gamers, too. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's uh, crazy. But the ninja guy, Markiplier, I mean, a lot oh, of these geez, guys start, started out playing video games. And, and I remember uh, years ago, people are like, you're watching someone play video yeah. games. It was it was like a shock. I'm pretty sure I was one of those people. And then <laughs> one, to our children. one day, like I've always said, I'm boomer adjacent. You know, I'm old enough to be almost grumpy. Yeah. And that's there what, it is. <laughs> yeah, I told my parents, if they were like, why did you play video games so long? And now it paid off. And now you can tell your kids, of, yeah. oh, you can play video games and you make a scholarship and stuff like that now. So you can go to college on scholarship to go compete now. So it's kind of viable. And, you know, you get the communication skills of competing in esports yeah. right now. So that's a big thing. I wonder if we have a child that might be a yeah, esports candidate. I'm just, I, and I know you guys also talked about this earlier, but just fascinated by the level of competition that you guys can, um, that you guys are participating in, even at ICC. I mean, I say even at ICC because it's, you know, we think small town community college, but you guys are competing against some major schools. And I know you guys are just talking about and listing off kind of some of those that we saw in the, on the rankings list that you were showing us, but that's just fascinating that, you know, these kids don't necessarily have to go off to some, they don't have to go off to Ole Miss. Big D1, yeah. Yeah, to mm-hmm. compete against Ole Miss <laughs> and with you. So yeah. I think that's interesting. And be competitive too, obviously, because yeah. you said that you guys have taken down some powerhouse schools. I mean, uh, won, won a scholarship uh, for the school, right? Yeah, we won a national championship and won $4,000 for the kids. And one crazy thing to add is schools are dropping athletics to pick up esports. So Bay State, all the way up in Massachusetts, dropped all their athletics to do esports. And now they're a top dog because they offer the four rides they offered for sports, for esports, because there's that much money in it. My, how times have changed. (laughs) It's It's a firm decision, too. It used to be the cools ran the school. Now, apparently, it's uh, video games in some places. So you're not just video games. While we were there, you had... Uh, That's just what you guys are most interested <laughs> in. Yeah, let's talk about the video games. Uh, but no, there was also... Uh, you had uh, basically sportscasters, right, that were talking about the games. You had uh, editors. Yep. And you also had some kids doing some podcasts as well. Yeah, so I have a graphic design team and I have an animator. So my graphic design team creates our overlays and stuff like that and our graphic designs for our Twitter when we post... And then we have an animator who makes um, everything come alive on the stream and stuff like that. And they're getting, one of them has a internship at Spray Can, which is like something in Oklahoma City. And they kind of do work. So he gets paid to do his work and stuff like that. And it's kind of awesome. I'm trying to get him a scholarship out there because his work's amazing. He draws, he does everything like that. And then we have the sports casters. You know, you have the analyst, you have the color caster, and you have the play-by-play. So we have two of them right now at three, trying to find that annual analyst to finish everything off but yeah it's like a whole different sports broadcast so kind of like we sit and watch monday night football with yancey's favorite uh commentator joe buck and uh (laughs) troy aikman uh we can go someplace and watch these kids play and then listen to the uh the uh casters yeah it's all on twitch.tv which is kind of like that broadcast like youtube um but you can find it all on twitch Twitch twitch.tv mm-hmm 
And do you guys have your own page or how does that work? We have our own page. So you can follow our page and we broadcast about three or four times a week. So you're actively recruiting yes. kids. I guess they're adults, but they're kids, whatever to me. Uh, We're all kids to you, hon. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> uh, how does one, if they're out there listening or somebody's parents are listening saying, hey, this is great for my kid. How do they get a hold of you or steer their kid in that direction? Uh, you can reach out via email at ckumke at ndcc.edu. Or you can reach out on Discord. I am Cola, hashtag 1137. Either way, you can reach out to me or come in person. I work 12 to 8 at Independence Community College main campus. And you can feel free to reach out. And then we can figure out and talk about more about scholarships and other stuff like that. So I'm going to guess for the old people like myself or older that didn't understand any of what you just said, they could just find Independence Community College and say, I need to speak to the eSports director, and I bet somebody would connect them to you. Yes, they Because will. I've just learned about Discord. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I've just learned about it. Yeah. When you're out, like if somebody is interested in in being a part of your program, what are the requirements that they need to have to to jump in. I mean, I'm not talking necessarily like scholarship wise or anything like that, but like if they're just come, if they're just interested and they want to, um, you know, kind of jump in and see it, like, are there certain requirements that they have to meet in order to like, you know, prerequisite type things? No, you just have to apply for the school. Um, for the scholarships specifically though, you need a 2.0 GPA and you can take up to 36 credit hours a year. So that's about 18 per semester. The craziest thing is I offer scholarships for a lot of things. I didn't have a social media manager, so this girl came up to me. She's like, hey, I really need a scholarship. What can I do? And I'm like, are you good with social media? She's like, I'm awesome with it. And then so we started, <laughs> nice. and I found her a scholarship just for her to do my social media. And that's a big part for me because it takes a bit, way, a big lot. workload off for me. And she does all that, and it's awesome, and that's her scholarship. That's another career that I don't think people think about in today's mm -hmm. world. Quote, social quote. media is a big yeah. deal. Not even like just on the influencing side, but like – people who are running those social medias well, you know lots of people could just get paid to run social media accounts for other people so we had a couple of our producers in here a couple of weeks ago and he's a professional fisherman and he has a facebook page that's actually his boat and the only way he can hire people is through facebook that's what people are doing now they're they're using social media to get a job that's not at all what it would have been when i was a kid social media we didn't know what that was it was like reading a newspaper with your friends or something you know <laughs> yeah crazy. <laughs> I'm just i'm just saying I'm, I'm i'm fascinated and scared all at the same time because it's just it's a major change and i can't even imagine what the older folks are going through Man, it's moved really fast too real fast technology's great you know it's a whole new world it's good and bad yeah i know these guys were excited about the potential nascar yeah fun stuff Sorry, I don't really speak this language other than just thinking it's fascinating. It's right. But is that something that you guys are pulling together? Is that something that already exists? How is this? So NASCAR decided to buy in in January. Um, we are not competing this spring season, but in fall, I'm looking to buy in. So we are looking for a student who wants to drive. Um, NASCAR actually is doing this because their drivers right now, when COVID happened, they were actually all competing on setups. Mm -hmm. That's yep. right. I remember watching yep. that and thinking that was hilarious. Yeah, they were on iRacing. Yeah. Yep. It's crazy. So NASCAR bought in. They're like, here's $25,000 to $50,000 worth of scholarship. Have your students come because that's how they might have – How? Hmm, I can't talk right now. That's how they might recruit. They might look into 
you know, finding students who are actually really good at driving on the simulator and transition it over to really? NASCAR itself. So they're also trying to create an audience, though, because they need a field and your students may be one of the drivers which completes a field and that Yancey and I or maybe Megan want to watch the race. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's pretty interesting. You said it had to be a student. It has to be a student, unfortunately. <laughs> Not a dad with, you know, cooler beer and hanging out. No. I mean, you can come in anytime. <laughs> just, just you know, heckle from the back. Take them out. <laughs> yeah, be great. I've watched uh, Days of Thunder. I yeah. know how to race. Yeah, I want oh, you to geez. hit the pace car. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> so, man, when you come in here and you was talking about football a little bit, you want to talk about football? I'm down. I have the worst team in the league right now. Oh, second worst, I guess. Who is your team? Washington Commanders now. Washington Commanders. What's you- the chant going to be, you think? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> go, go, Commanders, go. I mean, there there were some guys on uh, on social media that were trying to come up with the new chant for the Commanders, how they were going to get it with the cadence and stuff. Oh, yeah? Yeah, there were some appealing ones, but it just it's going to take some getting used to. It's going to be shortened the, down to yeah. Manders. Man, <laughs> I'm so used to calling them the Washington football team that it kind of had some charm to it that I, I'm kind of disappointed that they, they renamed them again. I kind of I started getting to like it. This was, what was yeah. wrong with just Washington? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I didn't. Well, and the the candidates for the new game uh, for the new name were pretty cool too. They had like the Red Wolves and the you know uh, all liked, kinds of stuff. I liked the Red Tails. I thought the, the Red, Red Tails. Tails was all yeah. right. You know, I mean, you get Red Tail Hawk and all that stuff. You could have easily, you know, yeah. had a pretty good mascot. I think they wanted to stay away from that red stuff yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and totally steer away from that. I was hoping for the Red Wolves, but I think they moved away from Washington because they might be moving their actual facilities to Virginia and to Bristow. So oh, that's what yeah. I've heard. Well, I don't know if it's official yet. Because they're still in the old JFK, right? They are. RFK? Yeah. RFK, sorry. Yeah. I like that, yeah. And they've, uh, didn't they kind of get teased with having their stadium took well, away from them if they didn't freaking get Freaking the stadium's collapsing and stuff. Did oh, you see yeah. Jalen Hurts? <laughs> freaking, he, the railing gave way and like 10, 10 fans well, fell on Jalen Hurts. It's only like, what, 20, 30 years old? No, I think it's ancient. I really? mean, that's the one too where and I, dude, I'm not trying to shit on your team or anything. I'm just saying that's a really old stadium. They're they're looking to move and build a new stadium, but that was the one that the sewage was leaking out of the pipes on people too. Well, it is close to DC. Yeah. We have the worst <laughs> so, owner in history. Have you uh, seen the cases? Old Dan Snyder. Snyder. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of case are you talking about? Just just being a general Anything. ass? Anything. Uh, yeah. Well, so basically, any girl in his program, oh, he's really? basically, yeah. So yeah. we've had like at least a couple hundred cases throughout the years. That's nice. What, yeah. the, the cheerleader thing too, right? Like oh, the is that scandal? I th- wasn't that the <laughs> commanders? I don't know for sure. I know that there's yeah, a... I don't know. Didn't the Eagles have something with their cheerleaders not that long ago too? I don't What's up with the NFC East? It's awful. <laughs> I haven't heard any big moves out of the NFC East. Oh, we got Wentz. Carson Wentz. Oh, that's right. That's he did get it. Wentz. What do you think about that? I don't know. I, I think mean, he'll be actually a good fit because he's got, he's got a good number one, um, McLaurin. So we'll see. He doesn't seem terrible. I don't think he's terrible. He's not too bad. No. no. Meanwhile, in Yancey and I's league, the AFC West, it's a, it's a shootout. Like, I can't keep track of what's going on. I'm I'm experiencing all of the levels of anxiety, depression, and all of that in like in a single day. <laughs> you know, acceptance. It's uh, yeah. it's pretty rough. They just signed some kid from uh, Green Bay. Mm-hmm. He's got like three names. I can't say him. Valquez. Yeah, Scantling. They're Scantling. Valquez Scantling. Yeah, that's I don't yeah. know. Didn't you guys just lose Hill to Miami too? 
Yeah, and so I found that out yesterday. It, <laughs> Salt I, it, on the wound. It, it reminds me of, and it gets better. It kind of reminds me of the, when I heard about, and I'm not trying to put this, is just me being an ass. It kind of reminds me of when I heard about the space shuttle crashing. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Somebody come up to me at break and say, hey, they traded a hill. I'm like, what? <laughs> he did what? <laughs> anyway, so it took me a while. I was sitting there like, damn, man, what's going on? But here's an analogy I heard, and I like it. He was drafted fifth round, 165th pick. He got two Super Bowl appearances and a championship out of him, and then you traded him for five picks. Mm. I mean, that's buy low, sell high, if I ever heard it. I'm really uh, interested to see how that's going to affect the dynamic of that offense mm-hmm. because for so long you had Hill just kind of running crazy and you know be in the deflection yeah. and and get Kelsey open or Hill acts all crazy goes and gets open himself. A lot of Mahomes' passes were checkdowns, so he's going to have to throw the ball down the field quite a bit now. Well, uh, Hardman's going to have to start actually being the wide receiver that he claims he is too. Mm-hmm. He's almost as fast. I have met him at a gaming thing all really? the way up in Kansas City. Yeah, I have a picture, and we have a signed uh, helmet from him. That's, That's kind of awesome. Cool. Yeah, he's a big gamer. He where streams you, a lot. Where do you keep this helmet at, Chris? Uh, it's back. Then. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe <laughs> carried it with you or something. <laughs> but yeah, the biggest thing about that division is everyone can make the playoffs. Yeah. It's the craziest thing. It's Except all three for the Broncos. Oh, whatever. If they have a stadium. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> if they have a one. stadium, yeah, you say Man. it's on fire. Yeah. What's up with that? What's going on? I I have no idea. I literally just saw it before I came over <laughs> here. So I mean, it, it is breaking door, news. Like, like <clears throat> yeah. literally, their stadiums on fire. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Here's one for you. I got a theory, but I want to hear what yours is first. Yeah. Uh, Baker Mayfield. What's he doing? I have no clue. <laughs> so I got a theory on this. They. uh Signed Deshaun Watson, right? Am I saying the name right? Yeah. Yeah. I always mess that up. But uh, to however many billions of dollars. But somebody said his first-year contract's only worth $1 million. And a lot of the talking heads on, you know, TV and radio are convinced he's going to be suspended. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he's still got all those civil suits pending. And another one come today. He has to go before a grand jury again because they need to find out again if in another state that they're going to get charges on him. Good Lord, man. So my uh, conspiracy theory is here is that they're keeping Baker Mayfield around to play next year because they're convinced that he's not going to play. Dude, there is a like a ton of burnt bridges there. They, Baker put out that statement and everything, thanking the fans of Cleveland and, and whatnot. But I know that that stuff's reversible, but there seems to be a lot of like hurt <laughs> feelings. and I mean... Yeah. And Baker's like an emotional dude, too. Like, half of his game is being just a shit talker and just emotional. Remember when he took the uh, concrete wall out down in Fayetteville? Yeah, man, with a cop's help. Mm. It's good times, man. Yeah, I don't think Deshaun will be playing this year. No. That's my, that's my vote. I've seen a meme that said a Texas man found his happy ending in uh, oh, Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And you know what's funny? Terrible. You said that his first-year contract was a million dollars. They're doing that more and more to ease up cap space. Yeah. They're backloading those contracts then hoping with that more they guaranteed money. Yeah. Yep. Did uh, Wentz get a big, giant contract? Not too bad. It was, hmm. I think it was $100 million for huh. five years. Who are you picking to win Super Bowl this year? Hmm. Free agency really ain't over, so I guess it's kind of a uh, not fair statement. Because um, apparently DK Metcalf and uh, Lockett from Seattle are fair game, I guess, now. Yeah. I kind of want the Bills, honestly. Yeah, I just yeah. want to see the Bills win. They have a great yeah. fan base. I mean, they're amazing. 
if they had won against the Chiefs, that's who I was rooting for. I'd already decided that we had lost, you know, so I was like, well, I guess I'm this guy's fan yeah. now. And then they came back. That was a hell of a game. That yes. was probably the best game I ever watched. Dude, the, the postseason last season was amazing. It was yeah. one of the best I've ever awesome. seen. And Josh Allen, talk about a Cinderella story. The guy, his first couple of seasons in the league, people are like, this guy's a bust or this guy's no good. He's a bum, whatever. He worked his butt off to get to oh, – he's in the top five of the active quarterbacks right now in the league, maybe top three. Maybe yeah. uh, Baker Mayfield is going to go to the Raiders and they're going to ditch Carr. Well, they're uh, – <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But nobody seems to want that guy. I think uh, John wants him. John Case, yeah. he wants him. He's a friend of ours, producer. We like to take shots at our producers whenever we can. There it's, you go. You know, it's fair game. If you want to talk about John, please go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The Bills' defense is stacked. I think they just added someone big. I forgot who it was. Um, a linebacker. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's a good it's team. A big name. I forgot what it was. It's a good team. Right. Oh, uh, they got Vaughn Miller. Vaughn Miller. Oh, there that's it is. right. Yeah. That's right. That's they a big did. pickup. That's a big yep. pickup. Uh, he finally got him a good team. Well, he, he did win a Super Bowl last season. So. Talk about get in and get out. He's, man, he's, uh, imagine if he went up to to Buffalo and won a Super Bowl there. He'd win a Super Bowl three different teams. be crazy. Did you see the video of uh, Edelman practicing? With, uh, oh, with Tom Brady. With Tom Brady. Yes, I saw that. What's your predictions there? He's going to play, isn't he? I think so. I think he's going to play. Gronk's going to play, How too. It's going to be the old Super Bowl squad. They're, they're getting the band back together. Yeah. Yes, they are. And then Just if, minus the coach. You don't need Who him. knows? <laughs> you think he's going to roll south? <laughs> I never great. know. That'd be great. And old, uh, I don't know. I, I don't even know if I should mention this, but Kaepernick's out there uh, trying to show off. And uh, he's got three teams apparently looking at oh, him. I thought it was five. Was it five? Uh, it was Washington, too, but they. But man, it. that's a lot of baggage. It's a lot of baggage. For a guy I mean, who wasn't. Me- that great, well, mediocre right? anyway, and I know me armchair quarterback can call a guy like that mediocre, but I mean that's next level well, stuff. Comparatively, right? I mean, I mean, he, there's a reason he was released, and it wasn't. I mean, dude lost whatever. his job to Blaine Gabbert Who's in that? San Francisco. Exactly. I mean, I honestly didn't know who you're talking about. I mean, Alex Smith was the starting quarterback in San Francisco, and they bumped him for Colin Kaepernick, and he was uh, so bad that. They benched him and brought in Blaine Gabbert, and then they released uh, well, Kaepernick. I don't know what Cousin Shane's going to do because he's got all the Kaeper, Kaepernick gear. So <laughs> does I don't he? Know. Yeah, he's got helmet shirts. I bet he does. He's, all of it. He seems like a guy that would have that. Yeah. Anyway. I personally wouldn't want him with the controversy, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's... Why touch it? Yeah. Some people was talking about uh, Tyreek Hill that said that his skill overshadowed his baggage, mm-hmm. you know, and... As a Chiefs fan, I guess we probably were blind to it. Only thing I saw was touchdowns and running around and championships. Well, so, he, you know, I'm an Oklahoma State fan, and a lot mm-hmm. all that stuff went down, and Gundy kicked him off of our team. Where'd he go so, after that? I don't remember. Was he just done? Then we got the draft. Nah, he he transferred somewhere. And you also, you guys just took Juju. Juju. So I don't know if we took him. You took him. Holmes I'm blaming was. you. Holmes rolled in. I'm blaming found, you yeah. for taking found him. He, he danced and on into the locker room. While he doesn't room. have a lot of um, baggage, he has a lot of TikTok uh, yeah. dancing. And, and, of course, Patrick Mahomes' brother. Old Jackson. Also, you know, yeah. I'm sure they're planning a collaboration right now. Have fun with that. Yes. What's oh, his name? Boy. Is it James? What? 
Jackson. 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 Oh, it's yep. going to be the J&J TikTok hour. Oh, man. Juju and, and Jackson. What's that, Chris? And you got his wife. It's going to be worse. Oh, man. You saw you the know, champagne thing? Yeah. You know, I didn't really Yeesh. get it. Once again, I'm a homer. I, I just didn't get it. I thought she was celebrating, and it looked to me like all the fans were enjoying it. I mean, they were essentially celebrating with, you know, the king of the county, there's wife, you know, yeah. which that dude can do no wrong. You know, he's whatever. Oh, it would be really hard to be pissed off when your team wins a game like that and you get wet with champagne and then you're like, this sucks. I'm pissed about this. Really? I mean, uh, yeah, what? The, See, I wouldn't be at all. I'd be like, my team just won. That's the quarterback's yeah, wife. The quarterback's or... wife just soaked me in oh, champagne. How I awesome don't... is this? Megan's got a thing of champagne. When you leave, she's supposed to spray you with it. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Well, we haven't really won anything, so I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about it. We're saving it. We're saving it for our, I don't know what, Uh, something something special. Next time the Steelers go to uh, Super Bowl. Our our one millionth download. I'm married to a Steelers fan, Chris. We are a house divided sometimes. Have fun with your new quarterback. Mm. Who is a new quarterback there? Uh, Bears guy, Trubisky. Yeah, there it is. Mitch Trubisky. It could be good, though, honestly. Sound like a biscuit, Trubisky. (laughs) It'll be interesting to see who they pull in, especially since... The whole uh, there's lots of changeups there too. So well, I mean uh, that could be a three way battle for because I mean they got Dewey Haskins I think up there and Mason Rudolph and now they have Trubisky and they're all about the That's same true. talent of quarterback I feel like Dewey, same level. Dewey Haskins sounds like a guy that ran for vice president in '34. <laughs> yeah, Dewey Haskins. That you're gonna say from like oh, for leave Dewey it, Haskins. Leave it to Beaver or something. Oh, that was uh, what the hell was that guy's name? Haskell. Haskell. Eddie <laughs> yeah. Haskell. Yeah. Why do I know that? I don't think I've ever seen I an episode. Because I always preach about some, <clears throat> one of our daughters bringing home an Eddie Haskell. Another uh, Megan deep dive. Is this mm. going to be a thing, though? Maybe. 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 <laughs> All right, Chris. I appreciate you coming in. And I wanted to make sure that... I wouldn't think that our listeners are real tech-savvy people. What do you think? I don't know. No. Oh, what are you uh, talking about? Maybe 50-50. Some some well, they can, they can find a podcast, at least. Some of them are angry, like there me. He's old and angry. So I wanted them to understand, and this kind of thing needs to get out, I think, that this is going on. And I don't mm-hmm. think a lot of folks understand the level of stuff you're doing up there. I was damn impressed. Yeah, it was impressive. So I hope you do well. Awesome. Thank you. And Thank you for having me on. We're going to go uh, have to find out how to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can get us some of them beer things and watch the foot, watch the watch the wrestling, racing, and all that stuff. Yeah. Wrestling? Wow. Ooh, He's you guys do wrestling? Your... We do not, but <laughs> if you do, we got a guy that can help with color. Oh man, <laughs> we have a guy that comes in here. It's that uh, guy right up there. He's a the painting. He's a performer, professional wrestler, and uh, he actually trains people now. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you, if you want color, that's your guy. Right. It may not be exactly the color you want, but it's all the color it's, you'll need. It's the whole box of crayons. Yes, it's sometimes. all there. <laughs> I'll have to tell that's you about awesome. him sometime. All right, dude. I appreciate you coming in, and hopefully, we'll see you soon. Yeah. Thank you for having all me right. on. Later. All right, that was fun. So Chris has uh, left the building like Elvis. So what do you think about that? It's pretty cool. A lot of information for, uh, for yeah. people to take and spool over. I am always surprised at the way you can make money nowadays. Yeah, definitely. I still haven't figured out this NFT deal. I have no idea what the hell that is. Yeah. I don't know that I want to. Seems like the next wave coming through, though. Is huh? it, though? Is it really? I mean, stuff hap- stuff comes and goes so fast. Yeah. My high school students talk about NFTs sometimes, and some of them really get it and are really all about it, and some of them absolutely have no concept yeah. of, of it at all. So, so we went up there and toured 
the uh, esports area, I guess is what they call it up there. And it really was kind of a nice little area. They had some couches and some big TVs to do the virtual deal that Megan just, just posted. Uh, that little NASCAR simulator, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, it looks like a full-size sit-down drive. Well, and it was a, like a cool lounge setting yeah. stuff, and they had the room back there. For, they yeah. weren't just stuck back in some oh, dark, yeah, no. dingy corner. Very right? chill all, kind of place. They yeah. had the cool LED lights like we do. We're hip. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, yeah. that's it. Uh, I tell you one thing. There's a there's a stereotype. When you hear, and I'm guilty of it, when you hear of eSports, first thing I thought of was a dude wearing sweatpants, Hot Pocket. Right. Cheeto dust. Hot Cheeto pocket. dust. It's a South Park thing. Hot okay. pockets eating, playing World of Warcraft. But as you could clearly hear, this dude was a sports guy. Yeah. He, was, he was learning to become a uh, athletic trainer. He clearly knows football. After I think we turned off the mic, he talked about hockey. Uh-huh. I mean, he's not what you would think. He's a well-rounded young man, it seemed. And he's helping kids that, you know, have a passion for uh, sports and stuff sure. on the internet, and not just sport. Like it's more than just the the um, the video game stuff, though. Like you said, it's it's it was the there's all kinds of different um, the graphics part of it, the yes. graphic design and the the different. Um, you know the, who I was thinking of when I, know, I heard graphic the design broadcasting and all, and all of that, and it's more than that. And so I I don't want people to get like. They're not going there and just playing video games. Right. right. That's not what this is. I mean, that's part of it. And that's, I mean, that's how they're making their money, though. I mean, let's be honest. That's mm-hmm. a that's a good way for them to get those scholarships. But it's more than that. And Well, he was also talking about broadcasting. Uh, yeah. Like you said, graphic design, um, analy- analysts, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, they had, uh, what, they have 3D graphic designers? And then he had some, I, I forget what he said. But, you know, he even offered... Uh, Help us out with some editing with some of his, you know, kids. I may be open to some of that. Maybe, you know, some kind of a better intro. Maybe do something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I'm open to all things. But anyway, we also want to take this moment to make sure that you know this Saturday in Cherryville at 104 North Olive. Cherry Bowl Lanes. Cherry Bowl Lanes. It's not hard to find. Go to Cherryville, Kansas. Hit Main Street. Start driving east. Until you run out of road. That's the bowling alley. And uh, we will be there 4.30 to whenever you get tired. And we and did. We just got a message from... Just got a message. Yeah, from do, our do, our, do, news. our podcaster who happens to own the facility. Okay. And she says... Um, Lady Lebowski Dudette or something? Yeah, yeah no, so she um, she doesn't know that I'm reading this on air, so oh. I'm sorry. Oh, um, surprise. Uh, yeah, surprise. Um, I was explaining to some of my employees about how we were going to have a fried barbecue bologna sandwiches mm. on Saturday, mm. and I can only nice. describe their faces as shocked and appalled. <laughs> shocked and appalled. Oh. You know what I was thinking? She described this fried bologna with some sweet barbecue sauce and coleslaw sandwich. No. This is the greatest thing ever. Here's one for you, Yancey. What if after we put the sandwich together, uh-huh. we dipped it in batter and deep fried it? Oh, America. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, heart attack. No, well, that sounds great. Man. I, I feel well, like you're trying to push her to open up a food truck. So Ooh, it, it, not blah, a bad idea. Blah, 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 deep fried. You got me. Mm, deep fried. <laughs> yeah. Wah, wah, cool. wah, wah. So come see us uh, there. Go to www. 
WKOPodcast.com. I got it. And uh, I was wondering if the W's were going to keep I going. Know. I think I'm going to quit saying WWW. I think yeah, I'm going to say WKOPodcast.com. Colon backslash. Just WKOPodcast.com. And you can become a uh, producer. Find out about the value for value plan and all that good stuff. And I did it again. I said we was going to have a guest. I jinxed it. They didn't show up. I didn't tell anybody this guy was coming, did I? No, no, you did not. I will never again, ever, never, ever. It's a thing. Never, ever say anything about a guest that's coming. I probably shouldn't even talk about the podcast tomorrow because we may not be here. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, you know what I'm saying? It might be like a EMP or something. Well, I hope you have your Faraday cages built. I knew that guy, Faraday. Yeah. Dude was sketchy. All right, we're done. You got anything to talk about? Because we got all kinds of things to talk about tomorrow. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll save all the spicy for tomorrow. Spice. Way too much show. Too much show. All right. See you guys later.